Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 4, text 36. The Rescue Board of Knowledge. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale. Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam. Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha. Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam. Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Namaom Vishnupadaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadigaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today's verse is chapter 4 text 36. And the topic is the rescue boat of transcendental knowledge. <clears throat> Let's chant word by word and then line by line. Please repeat after me. Api Chet Asi <coughs> Papebhya Sarvebhya Papakrittamah Sarvam Jnana Plavena Eva Vrijinam Santarishyasi Line by line Apichedasi papebhyah Sarvebhyah Papakrittamaha Sarvam Jnana Plavenaiva Vrijinam Santarishyasi Apichetasi Papebhyaha Sarvebhyaha Papakrittamaha Sarvam Jnana Plavenaiva Vrijinam Santarishyasi
ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय दिवांग्रेस एस भक्तिवेदांत स्वामी शिल प्रभुपाद की जाए अपी इवन चेत इफ असी यू आर पापेभ्य ऑफ सिनर्स सर्वेभ्य ऑफ ऑल पापकृत्तम द ग्रेटेस्ट सिनर सर्व ऑल सच सिंफुल रियाक्शंस ज्ञान प्लवेन बाय द बोर्ड ऑफ ट्रांसनेंटल नॉलेज एव सर्टनली वृजिनम दि ओशन ऑफ मिजरीज संतरीशसी यू विल क्रॉस कंप्लीटली ट्रांसलेशन इवन इफ यू आर कंसिडर्ड टू बी द मोस्ट सिंफुल ऑफ ऑल सिनर्स वेन यू आर सिचुएटेड ऑन द बोर्ड ऑफ ट्रांसनेंटल नॉलेज यू विल बी एबल टू क्रॉस ओवर द ओशन ऑफ मिजरीज purport proper understanding of one's constitutional position in relationship to krishna is so nice that it can at once lift one from the struggle for existence which goes on in the ocean of nations this material world is sometimes regarded as an ocean of nations and sometimes as a blazing forest in the ocean however expert a swimmer one may be the struggle for existence is very severe if someone comes forward and lifts the struggling swimmer from the ocean he is the greatest savior perfect knowledge received from the supreme personality of godhead is the path of liberation the boat of krishna consciousness is very simple but at the same time the most sublime so papebhya we all are sinners in this material world everyone is a sinner from brahma down to the ant everyone is a sinner in this material world and that's why we are in this material world if we are if we were not sinners we would all, we would have been in the spiritual world never to come here so there are some living entities who are called nitya siddha nitya siddha means they never commit any sin they never commit any uh they did not commit any mistake and those souls are occupying the spiritual planets vaikuntha planets so whoever are in this material world whoever is in this material world <laughs> is the sinner so just like in a prison house whoever is there is more or less a criminal uh, but there are people who never committed a crime and they never entered into the prison house they don't know how a prison house looks like so that is the kind of people the souls who are in the vaikuntha loka they never came in the, into this material world so the others <laughs> that means us who are in this material world we are all papebhya so we may think that we are very big devotees and you know big this and big that but actually we all are sinners maybe it's a a class prison or a b class prison or a c class prison but it's prison nonetheless so prison means there is punishment uh, maybe lesser degree greater degree that that varies but punishment is always there therefore no matter how one is comfortable or not 
maybe with riches maybe with education maybe with beauty maybe a cultured family or a good nation whatever it may be it, these may be conveniences compared to you know poverty a lack of education and all these things but neither that means the um, the one who is so called comfortable or the one who is so called not comfortable neither of them can escape the miseries of birth death old age and disease just like a class prisoner b class prisoner c class prisoner yes the uh, the degree of punishment may be different for these three but they cannot go out of the uh, walls of the prison so that is common for all uh, how strenuous or not the punishment may be the confinement is for all classes of prisoners so similarly we are all confined in this material world papebhya papa means sinful activity and papebhya means one who has committed sinful activity so here uh, in this verse it is explained apichedasi papebhya sarvebhya papakrittamah even if one is most sinful papakrit tamah tamah means superlative degree papakrit means one who is a sinful person papakrit tarah means one who is more sinful papakrit tamah means one who is most sinful hmm. superlative degree so even if one is the most sinful if he gets on to the boat of transcendental knowledge he will cross over the ocean of material existence so sometimes um as shri prabhupad many times men- uh, mentioned that when um, shri prabhupad came to india with his western disciples then the um, orthodox brahmins they were not uh, happy with him they were thinking oh how can this sinful rascals you know how can they come into this and what is this you know um this is contaminating the whole hinduism they were thinking like that and um, they don't understand but that first of all by identifying like that with the body they are already contaminated they have fallen um, the thing is that who is not a sinner you mean the brahmanas are not sinners i mean they are not supposed to be but what about the brahmanas in kaliyuga it's not that brahmana is sinless <laughs> sinless means only a devotee only he is sinless so even a brahmana as long as we are in this material world within the three modes of material nature we are uh, facing the reactions of our past sinful activities otherwise we will not take uh repeated birth we would never have taken a birth in this material world otherwise so the very fact that we have taken birth means that we have sinned okay so sarvebhya papakrittamah even if he is most sinful he should be welcome into the ocean into the boat of transcendental knowledge he should be rescued that is real compassion not that oh he is he is very sinful let him let him drown no rescue him this is compassion so that is chaitanya mahaprabhu's mission as well 
he does not see um, the distinction whether this even that nice song of uh, Nityananda Prabhu no song of Bhaktivinoda Thakur about Nityananda Prabhu Jati Dhana Vidya Bala Nakurya Peksha hmm? Nityananda Prabhu did not see any difference whether Jati Dhana Vidya Bala whether he is coming from a good family or um, whether he has a lot of riches or um, he is very educated or he is very strong doesn't matter there is no consideration distributed he distributed uh, harinam to everyone even the most sinful jaga and madha was were there they were also delivered so that is our uh, solace krishna is very kind and his devotees are also very kind uh, they want to save even the worst sinner in fact when they see worst sinner they become even more happy <laughs> like <laughs> This was the story of how Jagan and Madhai were delivered. So everybody was, you know, Nityananda Prabhu and Haridas Thakur, they were going door to door asking everybody to chant. And as they were preaching to one householder, they heard all this uh, commotion on the street from outside the house. What is going on? And the householder told, you know, this is actually Jagan and Madhai. Every time they just, you know, create a huge commotion and then they beat up people and then they get drunk, womanizers, very, very extremely sinful people. Please do not go near them. You are preaching, you know, you are going door to door, but don't touch these people. They, they, they don't deserve. Then Haridas Thakur and Nityananda Prabhu immediately thought that these two people are the most deserving candidates. Because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is called Patita Pavana, Hetu Tava Avatar. He has come to reclaim the fallen souls. Huh? Not, he did not say especially pious souls. Of course, pious souls will be... You know, whoever take, takes to this <laughs> Sankirtan movement will become pious. Whether he was pious <coughs> or whether he was sinful, he will become pious just by contacting the Sankirtan movement. So, that's why he did not take any weapons. Sudarshan Chakra not there, bow and arrow not there, Gada not there, sword, nothing. No weapons. Because if he starts to kill, everybody has to be killed. Of course, the killing is also delivering. But he wishes to he wished to deliver in a different way by chanting, by giving them love of Godhead. Because killing liberation means only Brahma Jyoti. But uh, <clears throat> Harinam, by giving Harinam, he is giving them the wealth of devotional service, and that's how they will become you know devotees. So Nityananda Prabhu and Haridas Thakur said uh, thought, wow, this is perfect opportunity to glorify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If these two are most fallen souls, then if the Harinam delivers them, then that Harinam will be known, you know, you know, you know, everybody will honor the, you know, honor the Harinam and everybody will take to the chanting. Harinam will become even more well known. So, a devotee is always thinking of how to glorify the Lord. And the Lord is also thinking how to glorify the devotee. So, he places some challenges in front of the devotee and the devotee, overcomes those challenges by the by taking shelter of Krishna and everybody else sees the devotee overcoming these huge humongous challenges and then they get inspired and then in that way they follow the examples of such great devotees like the Pandavas they went through so much Bhishma Deva said you should not have even lived you should not have, you don't deserve to even live under those tribulations but you were protected by Krishna so and now, today we are learning, Bhagavad Gita is a 
you know because of the pandavas arjuna is one of the pandavas and that was the whole subject matter so it, even today we are glorifying so the lord sometimes places these things these these situations to glorify the devotees and the devotee also sees some so called reversal situation and turns it into a glorification of the lord a greater glorification of the lord that's why i feel sometimes because i came from a brahmin family we we don't we do not eat meat so for me it's not a very big surprise that i came to this huh? it's not that of course it's the mercy of um, shri prabhupad not because i was a vegetarian i came to this no there are so many vegetarians who are not coming no but of course it's shri prabhupad's mercy but i feel i when i see the um, you know meat eaters complete womanizers meat eaters drug addicts and this these kind of people becoming devotees that you know um, is a is a great um, spectacle to watch <laughs> that is is very wonderful because to give up all that and come to a totally different lifestyle that's completely you know mind blowing so the effect of the holy name is magnified when these results are seen when the transformation is so drastic then everybody sees the tra- uh, you know the, the everybody witnesses the power of the holy name so many uh, important people came to speak with prabhupad by seeing that all the hippies have now become happies they were rot- rotten you know uh, people in the, our country and they have become uh, devotees now how did you make them how did you change we were spending b- millions of dollars trying to you know uh change these incorrigible people but you have changed them without freely you change them without spending single dollar in fact you collected dollars from them <laughs> and not only dollars you collected their lives also they gave your their lives to you so they were astonished how how is this possible mr prabhu simply said this is the effect of the holy name the holy name is so powerful uh, when they are properly guided uh, prabhu said all of americans are very beautiful looking very educated very you know aristocratic birth very good nation but because of lack of transcendental knowledge the rescue boat of transcendental knowledge was missing and they were drowning in the ocean and they looked helpless and haggard and you know beaten by maya but when they were you know um, rescued by shri prabhupada on to the boat of transcendental knowledge uh, then they were blissful and everybody was saying their their faces were so bright you know they they look starkly different from the americans the rest of the americans um, so this is the effect of becoming a devotee mm. so sarvebhya papakrittamaha mm. so krishna also says in the 18th chapter that aham tvam sarva papebhyo mokshayishyami सर्वधर्मान् परित्यज्य मामेकं शरणं व्रज अहं त्वां सर्वपापेभ्यो मोक्षयिष्यामि मासुचः अबॅंडन ऑल वैरायटीज ऑफ रिलिजन अँड जस्ट सरेंडर ऑन टू मी आई शेल डिलीवर यू फ्रॉम ऑल सिनफुल रिएक्शन टू नॉट फियर सो ही इज अश्योरिंग अँड द सेम अश्योरेंस इज गिवन इन टुडेज वर्स 436 नाउ नेक्स्ट लाइन ऑफ दैट वर्स सेज सर्वं ज्ञान प्लवेनैव how are these you know uh, most sinful people 
saved when they climb onto the board of transcendental knowledge now what does it mean to be situated on the board of transcendental knowledge what does it mean what is transcendental knowledge let's see shrimad bhagavatam 1 to 11 vadanti tat tatva vidas tatvam yajnanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavan iti shabdyate learned transcendentalists means those who have transcendental knowledge learned transcendentalists who know the absolute truth call this non dual substance brahman paramatma and bhagavan now this is complete knowledge brahman is partial knowledge paramatma is also partial knowledge but bhagavan is complete knowledge so to be situated on the board of transcendental knowledge means to come to the bhagavan realization yes the others are also you know uh, transcendental knowledge but one has not one is not safe yet because he has not completely boarded the boat he has seen the boat he is trying to get on to the boat but bhagavan realization means he has got on to the boat and not just any boat without you know just just rocking in the ocean that's all no with a with a very able captain that is explained in the shrimad bhagavatam 11 9 no sorry 11 2017 i always get mixed up with these numbers 11 2017 nirdeham adyam sulabham sudurlabham plavam sukalpam guru karnadharam mayanukulena nabhasvate ritam पुमान भवाध्यम प्लवम यू सी मींस बोट सुकल्पम एक्सट्रीमली वेल सूटेड फॉर दिस पर्पस नाउ व्हाट इज द बोट हियर इट इज सेड दिस ह्यूमन बॉडी इज द बोट इज इट द बोट ऑफ ट्रांसेंडेंटल नॉलेज वेल इफ इट इज गाइडेड it is a suitable boat the human body is a suitable boat but there's no use if just there is a suitable boat on the ocean is just rocking and you know the waves the storms wherever the water is just taking the boat that is uh, as good as being in the sea slightly better maybe hmm not much better <laughs> because it, our fall into the ocean is imminent in such a boat so the human body is slightly better than the animal bodies which is compared to the you know the person who has go- fallen into the water now the human body is definitely better we can make a solution but we need to have a captain when the captain comes that's when the knowledge starts adav gurvashrayam sadharma pricha आदौ गुरुवाश्रयम सद्धर्म पृछा ह्यूमन लाइफ इन द बिगिनिंग इट्सल्फ वन मस्ट टेक शेल्टर ऑफ अ गुरु 
and start inquiring from him about spiritual life that is the beginning of human life so human life is meant to be a life of knowledge that's why we have schools unfortunately the modern schools do not represent real knowledge they represent illusory knowledge which is another feature of ignorance like there are so many people so many charities they go and build schools in africa and everybody thinks you know yeah that's you know very good you know um, good good work noble work well if it if it is noble then the countries where there are schools they should be like you know very very good places right but you see all these so called educated countries they have what now nuclear weapons bio weapons chemical weapons cyber weapons they are just using their intelligence in fact what is the intelligence department of a uh, country their intelligence is just to how to harm others how to spy on others of course every king needs espionage that that section is there but they are just going overboard on this the latest news is that some china you know is spying big time on all important influential people in the world so these things they are just and, and there's another news maybe they, they are um, you know they are saying that the wuhan virus was i mean this this covid-19 was um, probably made in a lab in china so some people are saying like that so you see this is the intelligence of these people so now somebody is building schools in africa but then you look at the countries who have those schools are they really good examples of educated people the answer is an emphatic no emphatic no they don't have any solutions they are as ignorant of the solution as the people in africa the so called tribal people rather the african tribal people are much better off than the so called educated people because maybe they are uncultured and barbarian whatever but they are just keeping to themselves they are not harming everybody else they are not harming the ecology they are not harming the the people in the world they are not harming the animals they don't no there's no slaughterhouses nothing they just maybe they are hunting for their own family and that's it so yes they are sinful but they're not as sinful as you know the others the so called educated people so we have to first before we even start building schools and you know all these things we have to see whether the countries which have the schools are they really the examples to be followed are they on the boat of knowledge really they profess to be what they are actually doing is this this is what they are actually doing श्रीमद् भागवतम कांटो 6 चैप्टर 7 टेक्स्ट 14 तेषां कुपथ देष्ट्रेणां कुपथ मींस बैड पाथ मिसलीडर्स हु शो द पाथ ऑफ डेंजर यू सी पथ कुपथ देष पथ मींस पाथ सुपथ मींस द राइट पाथ कुपथ मींस द बैड पाथ तेषां कुपथ देष्ट्रेणां पतताम तमसे ह्यधः ये श्रद्धद्युर्वचस्ते वै मज्जन्त्यश्मप्लवा इव leaders who have fallen into ignorance modern civilization the so called leaders 
who are trying to lead those so-called underdeveloped countries. Leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction as described in the previous verse are in effect boarding a stone boat and so too are those who blindly follow them. A stone boat would be unable to float in the, and, and float in the water and would sink in the water with its passengers. Similarly, those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them. So instead of the, showing the boat of transcendental knowledge, they are showing the boat of material knowledge, which looks like a boat, <laughs> but which does not do anything that a boat is supposed to do. It will not rescue. It just creates a hope and then gets us down under. <clears throat> so this is the problem. This is the problem. So in the name of uh, leaders, they are misleaders. Now, let us see this word, kupatha. Kupatha means the path of danger or the path of destruction. Supatha. Where is the word supatha? I don't know if you remember. Agnenaya supatharaye asman. Vishwani deva vayunani vidwan. Yuyodhyasma juhurana this is the last verse of the Ishopanishad. Supatha by the right path. Agnenaya Supatha Raya Asman. O my Lord, as powerful as fire, O omnipotent one, now I offer you all obeisances falling on the ground at your feet. O my Lord, please lead me on the right path to reach you. And since you know all that I have done in the past, please free me from the reactions to my past sins so that there will be no hindrance to my progress. Here actually the Sankirtan movement is already uh, uh, mentioned in this verse. Nama Uktim. Uktim means words of obeisance. Nama Uktim means words of obeisance. These can be nice shlokas and of course the best shloka is the Hare Krishna Mahamantra which is the word of obeisance. O Radha, O Krishna, please engage me in your service. This is the best word of obeisance. So the Sankirtan movement is already mentioned in this verse in the um, Ishopanishad. So this is the Supatha to chant the holy name of the Lord. Uh, but Kupatha means it's Mayaya Paharta Jnana. It's not Jnana Plava Naiva. It's Ashma Plava. Not Jnana Plava. Ashma Plava. Ashma means what? Stone. Stone boat. Jnana Plava is the able boat which can cross us. I mean, which can facilitate our crossing this ocean of material existence. But then we need the captain, the Guru. Guru Karnadharam. Able captain. Lavam sukalpam guru karanadharam mayanukulena nabhasvateritam puman bhavabdhim nataretsa atmaha. The human body, which can award all benefit in life, is automatically obtained by the laws of nature, although it is a very rare achievement. You know how rare it is? How rare? There are 8.4 million species of life. 8.4 million. 
and in each of these species um, now the 400,000 are human species and among them there are also demigods now in the races that we say Chinese race or Indian race or even in India there are many many races and you know so, so many races right they actually in Vedas they they are classified as species of human beings um, so all these species of human beings are only 400,000 the 8 million are animals now in the 400,000 uh, species there is 7.7 .7 billion population but in the 8 million oh you take each species they far outnumber each and every one of the species far outnumber almost I mean not every not each and every species but many species especially with the, the ones like ants for example you know how many trillion trillions and trillions of ants in on this earth you can't even count so those kinds of and grass say grass how many how many grass are there how many grasses each grass is a is a soul no count so the the number of those species far outnumber the human population and 7.7 .7 billion is absolutely nothing compared to the numbers of these other species that's just this earth and now calculate the entire universe every single planet is full of life so we are a very 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 um, small minority is very very rare so what is what is so special about it okay this human body can be compared to a perfectly constructed boat the other are not perfectly constructed boat suppose you put some two woods suppose you hold on to a plank of wood that's not very you know it can you know keep you afloat for a while but you know, you're going to drown soon but if there's a nice big ship of course like the titanic it was a big ship but it drowned the mercy of the lord should be there of course but generally uh, and especially when the mercy of the lord is there then that boat will never sink uh, so the the <clears throat> the mercy of the lord is there when we engage in devotional service so here it is said this human body can be compared to a perfectly constructed boat having the spiritual master as the captain and the instructions of the personality of godhead as favorable winds impelling it on its course considering all these advantages a human being who does not utilize his human life to cross the ocean of material existence must be considered the killer of his own soul so if there is a nice boat and if there is a nice captain but if we don't take advantage of this and then jump into the water it's absolute foolishness it's absolutely suicidal that's why it's, it's <laughs> Atmaha, killer of his own soul. Killer means, of course, the soul cannot be killed. But he is killing the, the natural constitutional position of the soul. And that means, for a very, very long time, he is not going to return to this human life, which is the gateway back to his original constitutional position as an eternal servant of Krishna. So, he is going to be there for a very, very long time in the animal species. And we have been through all these things. We have been through these things millions and millions of times not once not twice 
millions of times and how long do we want to uh, continue these things we should come out human body is meant for that so this jnana plava this boat of transcendental knowledge what is it we have seen briefly that brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavanite shabdate and of all these the bhagavan the boat of bhagavan realization that knowledge is the best that is the strongest boat and the spiritual master is the captain of that boat hmm. all the other boats are only fake boats hmm. the real rescue boat is the the boat of devotion to the lord because devotion to the lord constitutes the highest knowledge because it is on the bhagwan platform devotion to the lord is the highest education one may be speculating and speculating and speculating but until he comes to the point of bhagwan realization his his realizations are not complete you see so the boat of devotion is what we need to climb that means we have to take to devotional service and there are some nice verses in the mukundamala stotra this is the 11th verse <clears throat> of the mukundamala stotra bhava jaladhigatanam dvanvavatahatanam suta duhitra kalatra tranabharardhitanam vishama vishayato ye majjatam aplavanam bhavati sharanam eko vishnu poto naranam vishnu potah plava means boat potah also means boat vishnu potah vishnu poto naranam the people in this vast ocean of birth and death are being blown about by the winds of material dualities as they flounder in the perilous waters of sense indulgence with no boat to help them they are sorely distressed by the need to protect their sons daughters and wives only the boat that is lord vishnu can save them now you are thrown into the sea say you have to save your own self added to that is the attachment that we have for our wife our children our relatives our friends and we are also worrying for their safety how to save them worrying for our own safety is already a big thing and added to that is the safety of you know uh, worrying about the safety of the others our so called family members that's why it is sorely distressed you see sorely distressed with no boat to help them only the boat that is lord vishnu can save them but this is only achieved by bhakti bhaktyamam abhijanati the abhijanati actually we should go to that verse first before this <clears throat> the boat of knowledge right is non different from the boat of devotion that's what i'm trying to say so um 11 first of all we'll go to 1154 and then after the 1855 you see 1154 bhaktyatvananya yashakya 
अहमेव विधोर्जुन ज्ञातुं द्रष्टुं च तत्वेन प्रवेष्टुं च परंतप माय डियर अर्जुन ओनली बाय अनडिवाइडेड डिवोशनल सर्विस कैन आई बी अंडरस्टूड एज आई एम स्टैंडिंग बिफोर यू एंड कैन दस बी सीन डायरेक्टली ओनली इन दिस वे कैन यू एंटर इनटू द मिस्ट्रीज ऑफ माय अंडरस्टैंडिंग सी दिस इज नॉलेज एंड इट इज ओनली अचीव्ड बाय devotional service so when we say board of knowledge it is to be understood that it is the board of devotion because without devotion there is no knowledge the 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 brahman realized people they are only speculating they are going on speculating they don't have knowledge they have partial knowledge they know that this material world is not the right place but they don't have the knowledge of what is the right place they don't have information of the spiritual world same thing goes for the paramatmavadis the so called yogis who also end up in a impersonalistic understanding although they are supposed to realize the paramatma the super soul in the heart they eventually end up wanting to merge into the uh, form of the lord rather than serve him so again the devotion is lost and again they will fall down they climbed even higher and then they fall down aruhya kritcharena parampadam tatah patante adhona adrita yushmadangraya ha they haven't taken shelter at the lotus feet of krishna to take shelter of lotus feet of krishna means feet means who whose feet a person's feet so personal understanding is key for this if i don't know that god is a person then how can i hold on to his feet a person has feet how can an impersonal impersonal entity have feet that's why it is said the speculators they can't even reach the toenails of the feet because feet feet means person that's why it is said you see brahma samhita 53334 yeah 534 you see this panthastu koti shatavat sarasampragamyo vayo rathapi manaso मुनिपुंगवाोप्यस्तपदीपुरुष i worship govinda of course here it is <laughs> the english of bhaktisiddhant saraswati thakur is way above our heads but he is actually telling the same thing i worship govinda the primeval lord only the tip of the toe of whose lotus feet is approached actually not even approached just just almost there but not there yet ha huh? is approached by the yogis who aspire after the transcendental and betake themselves to pranayama by drilling the respiration or by the gyanis who try to find out the non-differentiated brahman by the process of elimination of the mundane extending over thousands of millions of years this is the result of the speculators so they are not on the gyana plava nobody is on the gyana plava except the devotee If we think jnana is something else than devotion that is our misconception 
um well go, let's go there to shrimad bhagavatam second canto ninth chapter verse number 34 lord vishnu says to brahma ritertham yat pratiyeta na pratiyeta chatmani tad vidyadatmano mayam yatha abhaso yatha tamah oh brahma whatever appears to be of any value if it is without relation to me has no reality no it has my illusory energy that reflection which appears to be in darkness see this if it is anything unrelated to the form of krishna that is illusion that is not knowledge so everything other than the personal understanding of the lord is actual knowledge i'm sorry because there is a kind of b here which is coming out of the camera lens <laughs> because we are talking about the honey topics of the lord so this b has come now <laughs> i don't know where the b came from so you see so this is the thing yatha bhaso yatha tamah so that is abhasa that is reflection that's not the truth that is seeming truth but not truth so so we have to be really firm in the understanding that when we say boat of knowledge it is boat of devotion okay another verse about knowledge we'll go to this verse 15 मूढ़ो जानाति पुरुषोत्तमेंटर 7 text 19 what is that famous verse bahunam janmanamante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti sa mahatma sudurlabhah after many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare this is the person who is actually in knowledge what about the others they think they are in knowledge avishuddha buddhayah vimukta maninas vimukta manina means they think they are already liberated with knowledge but no they don't have so gyana plavenaiva means by devotion so to engage in devotional service is the summum bonum of all knowledge Let's go back to the Mukundamala Stotra verses. There are more verses in the Mukundamala Stotra. There, this is the eleventh verse. Let's go to the twelfth verse. Bhava jaladhima gadham dustaram nistareyam kathamahamiti cheto masmaga kataratvam sarasijadrishi deve. तारकी भक्तिरेका नरक तारयिष्यत्यवश्यम वेरी ब्यूटीफुल वर्स यू सी डियर माइंड डू नॉट बिवल्ड योर सेल्फ बाय एंशियसली थिंकिंग 
how can I cross this fathomless and impassable ocean of material existence? There is one who can save you. Devotion. If you offer her to the lotus-eyed lord, the killer of Narakasura, she will carry you across this ocean without fail. This is the this is the boat of devotion. Actually, there is another verse here, right? Yeah, I think thirteen. Next verse. Yes, bhakti navam. Thirteenth verse. There is a B, so I'm. <laughs> Sorry. Trishna to ye madana pavano dhuta mohor mimale dara varte tanaya sahaja graha sangha kulecha samsara khe mahati jaladho majjatam nastridhaman padam bhoje varadabhavato Bhakti Navam Prayacha. This is the beautiful verse. You see? Trishna Toye. Trishna means thirst, suffering. Now, O Lord of the three worlds, we are drowning in the vast ocean of samsara which is filled with the waters of material hankering, with many waves of illusion whipped up by the winds of lust with whirlpools of wives and with vast schools of sharks and other sea monsters who are our sons and brothers. O giver of all benedictions, please grant me a place on the boat of devotion that is your lotus feet. To maintain all these sharks and everything which are our family members, we have to take to means of livelihood which are very dangerous and involving so many sinful activities. That was the case of Valmiki for example and Ajamil. They were examples of this. To maintain their families, they did so many sinful activities. And don't think, don't think that we are excluded from this. Let me give you an example. The person who is earning the livelihood for his family by driving the McDonald's Delivery bike. Sinful. Because he is delivering all the meat. The one who is the bartender at the pub. He is sinful. He is you know, intoxicating and spreading intoxication to others. Illicit sex. Gambling. These things are going on. And not that we are <laughs> immune to all these things. We are directly or indirectly assisting all these things. We all are facilitating these things why for example okay how first how for example one is a software coder i have many times told this so he may be writing a software coding a software for a bank and that bank is holding accounts for mcdonald's for kfc for hotel for this and that so many sinful businesses slaughterhouse i mean so many so, and I am facilitating the bank to everything, you know, put security, securely hold the funds of this, uh, what is that? This meat eating company or, or meat company or whatever. You see, and not just one company, how many thousands and millions? 
and i am supporting you see so i am directly or indirectly supporting the sinful activities okay let's take another example suppose a doctor he is saving lives noble work right what if um, i mean any person who is a meat eater for example so if this person saves his life his duty he has to save life then he goes and goes on doing more meat eating facilitated or maybe this this person is a ceo of a meat eat, meat company and he went to the hospital and this hospital this doctor he um, did some nice surgery and he got him got himself on the on his feet and then again he pushed the move, move pushed his business even more and more meat got sold robert said you know that incident i told many times i don't know if you remember so prabhupad was in this car and the devotee was driving it and you know there are three lanes three or four lanes or whatever on the highway so there was another car going in the in the adjacent lane now behind that car was a frozen meat truck now he he honked peep peep then this this the car in the front he moved aside or he moved in here so and then the meat truck went faster prabhupada said this fellow this car driver who has given the way for the meat eating meat truck he is also implicated in that killing of all the animals that are in that meat truck so don't think oh no 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 i'm just doing my duty i'm just a doctor or i'm just a clerk or i'm just a coder i'm a software engineer i'm a hardware engineer it's all going in the same direction everybody is sinfully implicated suppose somebody is a marine engineer he is building ships and the ships are carrying full of beer meat condoms i mean just is is everywhere sinful activities everywhere all pervading kali has taken over everything in this world in this kali yuga so we are intentionally or unintentionally supporting for what why are we supporting to maintain our families vast schools of sharks and other sea monsters who are our sons and brothers why they are called sea monsters why no my brother and sister very very nice you know they are very 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 friendly very nice they are not like the sharks you know yeah <laughs> but it's an illusion because for this family members i have to work hard and i am being robbed of my chance to go back to godhead instead i am being pulled down this is daravarte the whirlpools of wives the wife is like a whirlpool suckers even deeper into the ocean because it is because of the wife maybe the wife will even if the wife is absolutely chaste and absolutely um, i mean it's good if it is like that but i mean if she is a devotee that's a different thing but if you know she is not a devotee especially or even a half big devotee and not interested really you know so it's it's a mess and it just pulled us down into this material ocean so and not just by her but because i have to i have a wife now i have to work to maintain all this you know my home children relatives well 
and i have to support some sinful activity valmiki and ajamil they did directly we are doing indirectly so same thing so to maintain our family so in the name of a wife or in the name of children what are they doing they are forcing us to do sinful activities this is why they are enemies of course it's a, if it is a devotee that's a different thing, issue but otherwise it's all enemy hmm so the boat of devotion is the only only way bhakti navam prayachha this is bhakti navam or gyana plave plane what plavena iva plavena gyana plava gyana plava so another verse is there in shrimad bhagavatam 10.14.58 Samashritaye padapallava plavam Mahat padam punyayashomurare Bhavambudhirvatsa padam parampadam padam padam yadvipadam natesham <laughs> you see this for those who have accepted the boat of the lotus feet of the lord who is the shelter of the cosmic manifestation and is famous as murari the enemy of the mora demon the ocean of material world is like the water contained in a calf's hoof print their goal is parampadam vaikuntha the place where there is no there are no material miseries not the place where there is danger at every step now how big is the boat now a very big ship even the titanic ship was like just like a matchstick on the ocean right how big is the boat of uh, lord vishnu or the devotion to him how can how big can it be and why won't it sink like the titanic because it's bigger than the ocean <laughs> it's bigger than the ocean so much so that the ocean itself becomes like a water contained in a calf's hoof print that big <laughs> so it's no more a boat it's a bridge it's just a bridge easy bridge hmm what is that verse padma puran tamadi devam karunanidhanam tamalavarnam suhitavataram अपार संसार समुद्र सेतु भजामहे भागवत स्वरूपम दिस इनसरमाउंटेबल इंपॉसिबल ओशन ऑफ मटेरियल एक्जिस्टेंस वी कैन पास बाय दिस ब्रिज ऑफ द भागवतम एंड हाउ लॉन्ग वी हैव टू वॉक ऑन दिस भागवतम ब्रिज हाउ लॉन्ग इज द ब्रिज वेल द वाटर इन द ओशन बिकम्स लाइक अ वाटर इन अ कास्ट हुफ प्रिंट इफ वी ऑफ कोर्स रियली टेक टू द भागवतम that means we have to absolutely surrender to the message of the bhagavatam and live by the bhagavatam then yes the whole ocean becomes like a small puddle of water easily you can jump over 10 such puddles i i think one of the videos i have said we we can jump over 10 bhavasagars 10 oceans of material existence easily like easily like child's play so that is the kind of boat Hmm. So, 
this is how we have to we have to take shelter of krishna and taking shelter of krishna means what how how am i going to sit on this boat where is the boat how how can i see this boat the boat is the sankirtan movement the holy name of krishna and the bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam this shravanam kirtanam this sankirtan movement is shravanam kirtanam so this we have to do and that is the meaning of taking shelter at the lotus feet that's why we have to hear even if he is the most sinful if he takes to the transcendental knowledge then he will be santarishyasi you know the word today's verse see santarishyasi vrijinam santarishyasi Tarishyasi means to cross. Santarishyasi means completely cross. Like Tosha means happy, pleased. Santosha means completely pleased. Hmm. So Purna means complete. Sampurna means absolutely complete. Perfectly complete. Um, so when the word, when the prefix sum is used, and that means completely. Santarishyasi. Completely we will be able to cross. Now our position is, what is that? Samyag, um, what is that? Mukundamala um, Stotra, 16th verse. He martyaha paramam hitam shrunutavo. Vakshyami Sankshepata Samsararnavamapadurmi Bahulam Samyak Pravishya Sthita Samyak What is this Samyak? Fully Pravishya Sthita We will see He Martyaha Paramam Hitam Shrunatavo Vakshyami Sankshepata Samsararnavamapadurmi Bahulam Samyak Pravishya Sthita Nana Jnanam Apasya Chetasinamo Narayana Yetyamum Mantram Sapranavam Pranama Sahitam Pravartayadham Muho You see him? Here is a very interesting verse. <laughs> o mortal beings, you have submerged yourself. Samyak pravashita, pravishyasthitaha. Samyak pravashya means completely immersed deep into the waters of the ocean. You have submerged deep into the waters of the ocean. You are not just on the surface, you are way deep. You have submerged yourself fully in the ocean of material existence which is filled with the waves of misfortune. Please hear as I briefly tell you how to attain your supreme benefit. Just put aside your various attempts at gaining knowledge and instead begin constantly chanting the mantra Om Namo Narayanaya and bowing down to the Lord. Here is saying something else. In the Bhagavad Gita, today's verse, Jnana Plavyanaiva. Once one gets onto the board of transcendental knowledge, he crosses. 
here is saying put aside all your various attempts at gaining knowledge what is this um, this is this is the knowledge that is speculative knowledge gaining knowledge means gaining with our own senses whereas transcendental knowledge means revealed knowledge we are not gaining with our exercise of senses exercise of our senses no revealed to us by the pleasure of the lord when the lord is pleased how is he pleased by our devotional service so when we execute devotional service the lord becomes pleased with us dadame buddhi yogam tam yena mam upayantate but who tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam those who are engaged in his devotional service with love and devotion to them he gives the intelligence to them he gives the knowledge matta smriti gyanam apohanam cha and for those who are not interested in his devotion apohanam they forget everything about their constitutional position hmm. and they act like fools so he is saying put aside all your things just chant om namo narayana in our case hare krishna so the hare krishna mahamantra we have to chant because vidyavadhu jivanam it is the condensed knowledge of the entire vedas इति षोडशकलिकलमशुनाशनम नातरतरोपायदेशुदृश्यते देर इज नो अदर बेटर वे आफ्टर स्टडिंग द एंटायर वैदिक लिटरेचर देर इज नो अदर बेटर वे दैन द चैंटिंग ऑफ हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे बेस्ट विद्यावधु जीवनम आनंदम बुद्धिवर्धनम प्रतिपदम पूर्णामृता स्वादनम सर्वात्मा स्नपनम परम विजयते श्री कृष्ण संकीर्तनम सो द संकीर्तन मूवमेंट इज फुल ऑफ नॉलेज इज द कंसंट्रेटेड नॉलेज सो डोंट थिंक दैट व्हेन यू आर डूइंग सर्विस टू कृष्णा यू आर नॉट यू आर बिरेफ्ट ऑफ नॉलेज इफ वी आर एक्चुअली बिरेफ्ट ऑफ नॉलेज इफ यू आर जस्ट doing it with our body and not involving our mayarpita manobuddhi if we, if we don't involve our mind and intelligence into it you know we may lose track we may give up the path because of our foolishness of course even if we give up there is no loss krishna will you know save us back there are so many verses supporting that but why should we <clears throat> give trouble to krishna to save us every time that we fall no a devotee means he will not want to give any trouble to krishna hmm. not even to keep on you know saving him from all kinds of fall downs no a devotee is not attention seeking but he invariably draws the attention of the lord that's another thing but he is not attention seeking he just goes about doing his service when we fall down yes the lord will definitely show his attention that is causeless mercy but the devotee is not doing this as a tantrum if he does something like that oh I, let me fall down and let the lord come and pick me up what <laughs> the krishna won't fall for our tantrums you know if we by chance you know because of force of our previous habits we fall down that's another thing but if we try to test krishna oh i'm seriously chanting hari krishna krishna is not coming 
no i will fall down for a while you know then krishna will come and save me naham prakasha sarvasa apohanam cha i will let you go you go and fully test you are not interested in me right you are just interested in your own tantrums and then once i show, show myself to you you will proclaim everywhere no i you just understand your lesson so krishna will not krishna has the right to reserve showing himself um from every anyone so he only shows himself to that person who is premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena who is imbued with devotion again again it comes back to the same thing devotion bhaktyaham ekaya grahyaha Eleven, fourteen, twenty-one. श्रद्धयात्मा प्रिय सताम भक्ति पुनातिमिष्ठा स्वपाकान अभी संभवात ओनली बाय प्रैक्टिसिंग अनलॉड डिवोशनल सर्विस विथ फुल फेथ इन मी कैन वन ऑबटेन मी द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड आई एम नैचुरली डियर टू माई रिवोटीज हू टेक मी एज द ओनली गोल ऑफ द लविंग सर्विस by engaging in such pure devotional service even the dog eaters can purify themselves from the contamination of their low birth dog eaters this is what what is that sarvebhya papakrittamaha the worst of sinners apichetasi papebhyas sarvebhya papakrittamaha huh what is that gyana plavenaiva what is the first word of the third line वृजनम सतरीश्यसीजनम सतरीश्यसीवन द वर्स्ट सिनर यूसी हियर स्वपाकानी संभवात इवन डॉग इट इज कैन प्यूरीफाई दमसेल्स इन द कंटामिनेशन ऑफ द लोब एंड दैट इज एक्सप्लेन बाय देवहूति ऑल्सो सेट दैट थ्री थर्टी थ्री सेवन एक्चुअली लेट्स गो टू सिक्स एंड सेवन यमधेयश्रवणाकर्तना यहाणादिक्वचि श्वादी सद्य सवनाय कल्पते कुनस्ते भगवन्दर्शना टू से नथिंग ऑफ द स्पिरिचुअल एडवांसमेंट ऑफ पर्सन हू सी द सुप्रीम पर्सन फेस टू फेस ईवन अ पर्सन बॉर्न इन अ फैमिली ऑफ डॉग ईटर्स immediately becomes eligible to perform vedic sacrifices if he if he once utters the holy name of the supreme personality of godhead or chants about him hears about his past times offers him obeisances or even remembers him next aho batashvapachoto gariyan yajjeh vagre vartate namatubhyam ते पुस्तपस्ते जुहुवुहु सस्नुरार्या ब्रह्मानुचुर्नामगृणन्ति येते श्वपचो ओ हाउ ग्लोरियस आर दे हुज टंग्स आर चैंटिंग योर होली नेम इवन इफ बोर्न इन द फैमिलीज ऑफ डॉग ईटर्स सच पर्संस आर वर्शिपेबल पर्संस हु चैंट द होली नेम ऑफ योर लॉर्डशिप मस्ट हैव एग्जीक्यूटेड ऑल काइंड्स ऑफ ऑस्टेरिटीज एंड फायर सैक्रिफाइसेस एंड अचीव्ड all the good manners of the aryans to be chanting the holy name of your lordship they must have bathed at holy places of pilgrimage 
studied the Vedas and fulfilled everything required. You see, they have, they must have bathed their holy places, studied the Vedas. You see, all knowledge is there for one who is chanting. Even if he is born in dog eater family, if he is chanting now, that means he is deemed to have understood all the Vedas. But if one is big, big mantra tantra visharadha, avaishnava guru nasyat, vaishnava swapachoguru. One may be a big Visharad. Visharad means expert in chanting all the mantras, shlokas. But if he is not a Vaishnava, then he is worse than a so-called dog eater in a, from a dog eating family. And that person is better. That is also explained in the 7, 9, 10. By Prahlad Maharaj. Beautiful verse. Viprādvishat guna yutādaravinda nābha Pādāravinda vimukhat Svapacham varishtham Manye tadarpita mano vachane hitārtha Pranam punāti sakulam natu bhūrimānaham Viprad Vishadguna Yutada Ravindana Bapada Ravinda Vimukhat Swapachamvarishtam. You see, if a Brahmana has all twelve of the Brahmanical qualifications as they are stated in the book called Sanat Sujata, but is not a devotee and is averse to the lotus feet of the Lord, he is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater but who has dedicated everything. Mind, words, activities, wealth and life to the Supreme Lord. Such a devotee is better than such a Brahmana because the devotee can purify his whole family whereas the so-called Brahmana in a position of false prestige cannot purify even himself. And these are the 12 qualifications of, of a Brahmana in the Sanat Sujata book. Jnanam cha satyam cha damaha shrutam cha hyama Hyamatsariyam haristitikshana suya Yagyascha dhanam chadritihi samascha Mahavrata dvadasha brahmanasya So these are the 12 qualifications of Brahmana. But if he has all these things, so-called jnanam, if he has jnanam, jnanaplava, what happened? So this jnanam is, as long as it is devoid of Vaishnava, I mean, devotional service, <coughs> that's not full knowledge, that's imperfect knowledge. If he is actually in knowledge, Bahunam Janmanamante Gyanavan Maam Prapadyate, he will surrender to Krishna. But if he does not surrender, what is the what knowledge does he have? It's just an illusory knowledge. So Gyanam cha satyam cha damashrutam cha. He is you know vastly read. Like Sarvahamatacharya was a perfect example. Before he became a devotee, he was Mantra Tantra Visharada. Sarvabhauma, what is the meaning of Sarvabhauma? Bhumi means the earth. Bhauma means of any everyone on the earth. Sarva Bhauma means of all persons, all the people on the earth. Sarva Bhauma. Sarva Bhauma means who has conquered all the people of the earth. That means there is nobody equal to Sarvam Bhattacharya in scholarship. He was actually incarnation of Brihaspati, the celestial priest, who can equal him in knowledge. But he was a non-devotee before. He met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And despite his vast knowledge, he is humble, yes, to an extent, but pride is also there. Of course, pride will be there. Uh, unless one is a devotee, he will be proud. So, 
he has yes all the brahmin in fact sanyasis were his disciples he was a grahastha but sanyasis used to study under him that was sarvabhauma bhattacharya but he was a non devotee of course by the grace of chaitanya mahaprabhu and his brother in law gopinath acharya he became a devotee very very exalted devotee but you see that is the point if he is non devotee useless whatever gyanam he has will be will bear no fruit it's just a waste of time beating an empty husk these are all the verses examples given in the shrimad bhagavatam so take to this krishna consciousness very seriously the knowledge is there the activity based on the knowledge is there that means practical application of the knowledge so everything is there just we have to plug into that that's it the system is all there just like you know for our lights and all this in you know internet and everything we need electricity now electricity for us to go and you know harvest electricity that's beyond our capacity but power house is there and then the power is routed all the way you know to all the way until our our wall and now to access the electricity i just have to plug inside that's it it has come until here so similarly the electricity electrical arrangement that means the connection with the supreme lord has been all the way now on our wall i mean literally that's i mean we it's just we have to plug into it that's it that means in other words we have to just follow this process the process is all there just we need to plug ourselves into the process it doesn't matter whatever sin we have done whatever anything we have done everything will be taken care of sarva papebhyo mokshayishami krishna is assuring we have to have the confidence goptritve varanam tatha goptritve varanam tatha that means we have to have the faith that krishna will rakshishati ti vishwaso krishna will protect us he is our guardian so that is surrender so our movement is for that this krishna consciousness movement so take it seriously by chanting hearing and that's it even if one is not so scholarly you see chapter 13 verse 26 anyetvevam ajanantahshrutvanyebhya upasate tepi chatitarantyeva mrityum shruti parayanaah cha atitaranti taranti means tarishyasi santarishyasi you see the you should see all these connections hmm cha atitaranti transcend cross atitaranti so here it is said 13.26 of bhagavad gita again there are those who although not conversant with spirit, in spiritual knowledge begin to worship the supreme person upon hearing about him from others they may not be very conversant but they hear about krishna from others from realized devotees and they also begin worshiping the supreme lord because of their tendency to hear from authorities they also transcend the path of birth and death santarishyasi by just by this process of hearing is a very powerful process tasmat sankirtanam vishnor jagan mangalam hasam mahatam api kauravya vidhyai kantika nishkritam so this is the most auspicious activity in the entire universe 
entire universe. This, we have to be absolutely convinced what we are doing here is the most auspicious activity in the entire universe. Nothing is as pure as, as what we are doing. Um, <clears throat> everyone will think like that, of course. <laughs> but our thinking is backed by what Krishna is saying in the Shastra. Whereas others thinking is not based on Shastra. That's the difference. Yes, everybody has the, have their own. Everybody thinks their path is the best. Well, they may think, but only what Krishna thinks matters. So his opinion is fact. Our opinion may or may not be fact. If it coincides with Krishna's opinion, yes, it's fact. If it if it if it does not coincide, then it's not a fact. It's our own imagination, and it's just illusion. It's just like a dream. No point dwelling on it. So we have to always take guidance from Krishna and execute on it. That's it. Alright, I will stop here. So, any questions or comments? Let me see. Definitely there are some questions I have saw. Wow, so many questions. Okay. Question 1 by Bhakta Virendra. What is the meaning of Shri Guru Karuna Sindhu Adhama Janarabandhu? Does a saint or one spiritual master pardon us from our sins? Well, the meaning is that he has given us the path how to cross this ocean of material existence. That's why his Karuna Sindhu, Adham Janarbandhu. Pardon you from sins? Pardon us from sins? Well, he will to an extent. But if we take advantage of that, he is not obliged anymore. He is not obliged. We can't, we can't take like, you know, take him for granted, you know. Just like the Christians, many Christians, they do like that. They confess every Sunday and then Monday they come back do the same nonsense. And again Sunday they confess, they think Jesus to be a joke. Huh? You dump all the, he's a rubbish man, you dump all the rubbish sin on him. And then, come back, now I'm fresh, now let me sin in the whole week. And Sunday I'll come back and again confess and dump all the sin again on Jesus. And he will continue to be hanged on the cross for me. What is this? So, that is not disciple. Disciple means he should not give any trouble to the spiritual master or Krishna as disciple. So, Guru is Karuna Sindhu, but uh, you know, we have to be also sincere disciples. Otherwise, it will not bear effect. You know, Guru can be perfect, but if we are not perfect, then uh, what is the point? Same thing. If you sow seeds on a barren land, it won't sprout. So, if we, if we, we have to not remain as barren land, it will be fertile. For that, we have to do, what is that? Pranipatena, um, Pariprashnena and Sevaya. Three things. <coughs> Surrender, submissive inquiry and service. With full, full attention, with full involvement. One may, for for time being, he may be influenced by sinful activity because of past habit, but you know, he should come back and rectify himself and engage in himself again in devotional service. Next question by Bhaktin Puja. In Jain community, they always serve spiritual master and chant their spiritual master and serve them only in name. Are they able to go back to Godhead? When in Jain, well, in Jain religion, there is no conception of a personality of Godhead. So... If we don't have a personality of Godhead, we can never enter into the kingdom of God. Never. So you have to know that He is a person. 
then only one is enter one is eligible to enter into the kingdom of god um next question by bhaktan puja again what is the peculiar age for taking spiritual knowledge particular age okay what is the particular age for taking spiritual knowledge what is the minimum age well what is the minimum age for material knowledge when do you start or material schooling when does it start there is the primary school but before that there is a kindergarten which is the preparation for the the actual school and now there is preparation for the preparation of the school which is preschool they say you know so they are starting at 2 3 years old already they are starting play school preschool or whatever they call it so that should be the same thing for spiritual knowledge in fact even before that way before that before even conception the mother and father should be krishna conscious and even while pregnant the mother has to be krishna conscious the father also has to be krishna conscious and then the they just like prahlad maharaj i didn't understand that because he is a fool he cannot understand these things that was the <laughs> this is too this is too high subject matter for this fool so yeah <laughs> so um from the womb of the mother prahlad maharaj education started from the womb of his mother that should be the case so the material schools are starting at 2 years old our school should start before 0 years old <laughs> minus minus 9 months old uh, <clears throat> it should already start and then throughout the pregnancy of his mother prahlad maharaj was hearing from narad muni from the from the womb and then he became a great devotee when he came out so this is the way this is a whole science family planning means not using condom that's not family plan family planning means beget children and make them krishna conscious make plans how to make them krishna conscious that is the family planning hmm. not how to abort huh? in fact um, sundagopal prabhu actually showed one uh, purport um bruna okay let me take that out i think i remember the word here it is you see this is today's education so called gyana plava actually ashma plava stone boat what is this tasya sadhora papasya bhrunasya brahmavadinah katham vadham yatha babhno babhror manyate sanmato bhavan you are well known and worshiped in learned circles how dare you kill this brahmana who is a saintly sinless person well versed in vedic knowledge killing him would be like destroying the embryo within the womb or killing a cow that means in other words killing a brahmana killing a cow and killing the embryo within the womb are very 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 sinful activities and today's family planning is about this this is today's family planning how to destroy the embryo within the womb you see as stated in the amarakosha dictionary भ्रूणोर्भके बालगर्भे अमरकोश डिक्शनरी द वर्ड भ्रूण रिफर्स आइदर टू द काउ और टू द लिविंग एंटिटी इन एम्ब्रायो अकॉर्डिंग टू वेदिक कल्चर डिस्ट्रॉइंग द अनडेवलप्ड एम्ब्रायो ऑफ द सोल इन द वोम इज एज सिंफुल एज किलिंग अ काउ और अ ब्राह्मण 
In the embryo, the living entity is present in an undeveloped stage. The modern scientific theory that life is a combination of chemicals is nonsense. Why Shila Prabhupada combated this uh, life comes from chemicals? Because the thing is just chemicals inside, just you kill the norm, not, not a big deal, it's just chemicals. So they're just putting, fooling everybody and then throwing them into hell. So he wants to save them. So that's why he wanted to challenge this whole nonsense theory that life comes from chemicals. Or oh, some amino acids and some, you know, some, 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 what is it? All kinds of, you know, chemicals come together and that's life. Organic chemicals, they say. Organic chemicals. There's no such thing. All chemicals, none of them can produce life. In fact, from life comes chemical chemicals. Hmm. Not from chemicals come, comes life. So, the modern scientific theory that life is a combination of chemicals is nonsense. Scientists cannot manufacture living beings, even like those born from eggs. The idea that scientists can develop a chemical situation resembling that of an egg and bring life from it is nonsensical. And they have test tube baby and all these things, but what is it? It is just a cheap imitation of a uh, real test tube which is already there, the womb. Their theory that a chemical combination can have life may be accepted, but these rascals cannot create such a combination. Okay, even accepting your combination, okay, from chemicals come from life, okay, never mind, we accept. Show? They cannot show. Where is the basis? There is no basis in fact. This verse refers to Bhrunasya Vadham, the killing of a Bhruna or destruction of the embryo. Here is a challenge from the Vedic literature. The crude, atheistic understanding that the living entity is a combination of matter belongs to the grossest ignorance. If the embryo is not a living thing, it's just the chemicals, the word killing would not be applicable to the word Bhruna. Bhrunasya Vadham. So, <clears throat> this is the thing. Ashwatthama wanted to kill the embryo of Parishit. What happened to him? He remained as a ghost. He is, he is still remaining as a ghost. He will remain as a ghost until the end of Kali Yuga, until, not, uh, until the end of this Manu. And after that, he will become one of the Saptarishis. Of course. <laughs> That's another thing. He is a great personality. I mean, he was there when Krishna was there. No, it's not ordinary. But to show. He did so much sinful activity. He killed them in the night, the Pandavas' sons. And then he tried to kill the womb. Bhruna Garbha Vadham. Bruna, Garbhavadham or Bhrunavadham. So, this uh, so-called abortion, this kind of family planning is useless. Huh? It is, we will remain as a ghost, whoever does this. And the mother, that mother will not see daylight. Womb after womb after womb after womb, she will just go into dark, dark. She will never see light of day. Hmm. But, if you come to the transcendental knowledge, Bhakti path, then yes, even the worst sin is forgiven, provided you don't repeat again, provided the person doesn't repeat again. So, it is very powerful this Bhakti path, but we cannot take advantage and do it again. Same. So, what is the minimum age in, in short? Minus 9 months. That is the minimum age. Well, of course, there is this verse, Kaumara Acharit Pragyam. 761. Hmm? Yeah. Prahlad Maharaj said, One who is sufficiently intelligent should use the human form of body from the very beginning of life. 
In other words, from the tender age of childhood, Kaumar means very very small, Kumar. Of course, it says five years old, but even before that, one can start. Um, the children, they, we have children who are like four or five years old, they are chanting nicely shlokas. How? Because they are just hearing. So, even before five years old, yes, they can do. Even we, we see Narayani, you know, two years, not even three years old yet. She is chanting Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So, that is how we should be. How they will chant? Unless they hear these things, they won't chant. Hmm. So, of course, there are many other devotees' children also, they are nicely chanting. So, this is because they are hearing. Uh, the human body, sorry, should use the human form of body from the very beginning of life. In other words, from the tender age of childhood to practice the activities of devotional service, giving up all other engagements. The human body is most rarely achieved and although temporary like other bodies, it is meaningful because in human life one can perform devotional service. Even a slight amount of sincere devotional service can give one complete perfection. So from childhood we must start. Next question by Bhak, uh, Bhakta Virendra. What about the species that are getting endangered or are extinct? There is no such thing as extinct or endangered. They may be not visible on this planet, but other planets there are. No, nothing is extinct. We may not see. That is our own limited view. For example, in my room, there may be no cockroach. That does not mean there is no more cockroach in the whole world. No. So, similarly, our planet is like one small room in the whole universe. Hmm? If we hear one animal is missing, it is not a nowhere in the universe in the whole this animal is, is existing. No. It is foolishness. Anyway, that so-called ex- wiping, uh, wiping them out from the surface of this planet is also done by stupid humans. The worst pandemic is the human pandemic. Not the virus, the COVID-19, this is all very lightweight. In fact, it is very beneficial. Animals are enjoying it, COVID-19. The human pandemic is the worst thing. Just destroy every single thing. If it was not human, the effect of, I mean, the, the, the extent of damage that the human species has done in the last 100 or 200 years to the world, if any other organism does this and we are watching that, we will be horrified. We will quickly take that down. I mean, even coronavirus, which is far, far, I mean, thousands and millions of times less um, dangerous than humans. We are already like whole world is paralyzed and everything. What if an organism is so powerful that they can do as much damage as we humans are doing? We will immediately wipe them out or try to wipe them out. So, so actually human race deserves to be wiped out actually. That is the kind of uh, people there are now. They don't deserve to live. So therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not kill because they are already as good as dead. They don't deserve to live at all. Already. They're, already their lives are like uh, as good as dead. What is the use of killing them? So give them Harinam. So then they can come out. <coughs> Next question by Vijay Sharma Prabhu. What about the trillions of microbes in each living and non-living body? Well, what about them? Yeah. Everything. Uh, so many. So many. All of them are living entities. So, just see how rare our human body is. 
the, the number of organisms within our body is more than the entire human population on the earth. In our single body, the number of microorganisms that are there is more than the human population on the earth. That's how rare we are. And if we just lose this chance, living just like the virus or the animal, cat, dog, it's absolute foolishness. We have to quickly get onto the Jnana Plava, the boat of transcendental knowledge. That is our Krishna consciousness movement. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Do animals exist in spiritual world? So are they, so are those animals spiritually elevated and will not fall down? Yeah, there are animals in the spiritual world. There are birds, there are everything. Where is that? Um, plants, everything is there. They are all fully self-realized souls. Um, 3.15, 3.15.18 probably. Paravatanya Bhritasara Sachakravaka Dhatyuhaham Sashukati Tiribarhinam Yaha Kola Halo Viramite Kola Halo Viramate Chiramatra Muchair Bhrangadhipe Harikatham Ivagaya Mane When the king of bees hums in a sigh in a high pitch Singing the glories of the Lord, there is a temporary lull in the noise of the pigeon, the cuckoo, the crane, the chakravaka, the swan, the parrot, the partridge and the peacock. Such transcendental birds stop their own singing simply to hear the glories of the Lord from the bee. So even the bees are, you know, full of... Uh, what is that? Chintamani prakarasadma sukalpa vriksha lakshavriteshu surabhira bhipalayantam There are so many cows there. So, there are all kinds of animals there in the spiritual world, but they are all self-realized souls. Hmm. Unless there are animals in the spiritual world, how are there animals in the material world? Everything here has its source in the spiritual world. Janmadhyasya yataha Aham sarvasya prabhavo He is the origin of everything. So, he must also have be having those things. Next question by Bhaktin Puja. In the spiritual world, virus, bacteria or Vrion, Prion and other creature like 8.6 million species exist or not? Yes. A transcendental virus. <laughs> they infect the devotees with Krishna consciousness. <laughs> they infect the devotee with uh, madness of love for Krishna. That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said what he says, Ainanda Tanuja Kinkaram Patitam Maam Vishame Bhavam Buddha Kripayatava Pada Pankaja Stita Dhuli Sadrisham Vichintaya. Let me become let me become a particle of dust at your lotus feet, Krishna. Particle of dust. That is like a microbe. Let me just become a microbe at your at your feet. See? So that is the prayer of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, this is a transcendental virus. Um, next question. What is this? Tesham aham samudharta mrityu samsara sagarat bhavamina chirat partha maya veshita chetasam. Reference from Bhakta Virendra. Yeah. 
Yes, that is a very good verse because he take us take us to the other side. Very good reference. Mm, Bhagavad Gita, chapter twelve, text six and seven. You see this one, twelve dot seven. Tesham aham samudharta mrityu samsara sagarat bhavam ina chirat partha maya veshat chesam. So. But those who worship me, giving up all their activities unto me and being devoted to me without deviation, engaged in devotional service and always meditating upon me, having fixed their minds upon me, O son of Pritha, for them I am the swift deliverer from the ocean of birth and death. Santarishyasi. Very good. Very nice reference. So, he will take us to the other side of the ocean of birth and death. Next. Bhaktin Puja, how can how we can achieve real knowledge? I mean how we got excellency in real knowledge just for mankind. Go to the Guru who has the knowledge, Tattva Darshana. That is the verse 434. Tatvidhi Sevaya Upadekshanti Te Jnanam Jnanina Tattva Darshana. 4.34 of Bhagavad Gita. Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. Uh, the, self, the self-realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. So, we have to go to the Sadguru. Not, not that Sadguru who is uh, Asadguru. A real Sadguru who is actually a Acharya who is devotee of Krishna. Pure devotee. Like Srila Prabhupada. So, how we can achieve real knowledge? We have to go to the real Guru. Srila Prabhupada. We don't have to search out now who is the real Guru. Prabhupada is already there. So his books are there. Read his books. Hmm. And associate with devotees who are pushing on his movement, who are working under his direction. Hmm. That's how we'll get real knowledge. By associating with those people who have real knowledge. Just like how we will have material knowledge. By going to the university and associating with the professors there, then we get the knowledge. Material knowledge. By associating with those people who have the knowledge. Similarly, we have to go to the professor of the spiritual knowledge. That is the Guru. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Are there any ascending stages in Bhakti which progresses from Karma Bhakti to Jnana Bhakti to highest Prema Bhakti? Yeah, that is Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga. So, as long as we are not in pure Bhakti Yoga, then we can dovetail whatever we are doing. Sakarmana Tama Bhyarcha Samsiddhim Labhate Naraha So, that is explained. Whatever you are doing, you dovetail first. Yeah, 18.46 pravrittir bhutanam yena sarvam idam tatam svakarmanatam abhyarchasam by worship of the Lord, who is the source of all beings and who is all-pervading, a man can attain perfection through performing his own work. So, whatever we are, we can start adding Krishna into our life and offering him all the results. Complete surrender means to, re- to, re- to subtract everything other than Krishna from our life. In the beginning, it is, yes, we are em- embroiled in all these worldly activities. In the beginning, one is encouraged to add Krishna into his life. But then as he progresses more and more, 
Krishna to take Krishna should take over his life completely and should subtract everything else that is not about Krishna from his life. So that is the progression from karma mishra bhakti and jnana mishra bhakti and finally shuddha bhakti. But if we take to the shuddha bhakti directly, we don't have to pass through these stages. But usually many people are, you know, working, they have their jobs and everything. So, you know, uh, dovetail everything in Krishna's service. So as we do that more and more, then Krishna will give us intelligence how to surrender. Krishna will open, will engineer situations for us to surrender also and give us the intelligence how to take advantage of the situations. Everything Krishna will arrange. Dadami buddhi yogam tam. Next question by Bhakta Virendra. If a devotee knowingly or unknowingly is getting indulged in sinful activities, then will he have to pay for his vikarma or will Lord Krishna will save him since he is performing bhakti? He will be saved from unintentional sins. Not intentional. That is Nam Aparad. Namno Baladhi Yassahi Papa Buddhi. By uh, committing sinful activities on the strength of the holy name of the Lord. That means, oh, let me chant Hare Krishna and then I will do some nonsense. So, I'll, I'll neutralize both. So, we cannot use holy name for, you know, um, neutralizing our sins. No. Krishna, the holy name will not submit to our desire. The holy name is non-different from the Lord. The holy name will not submit to our desire. So, we have to... Any unintentional sins? Yes. That is the only way we can be saved from unintentional sins. Otherwise, we have to pay for every single thing. Every single thing. Hmm. <coughs> Vanajakshi Mataji. Prabhuji, people may be involved in such karma for daily bread and butter, maybe the shopkeepers or bankers, but if they are devotees, how does such karma work on them? If they are devotees means they must offer the results of their activities to Krishna, then it is perfect. Actually speaking, no activity is without fault. Every activity is with fault. In this material world, no activity is without fault. Let us explain. I think we have... You see, 18.48. Sahajam karma kaunteya, sadosham apinatya jet, sarvaram bhahidoshena dhumena agni rivavritaha. Every endeavor is covered by some fault, just as fire is covered by smoke. Therefore, one should not give up the bo- work born of his nature, O son of Kunti, even if such work is full of fault. Now, that is just half of the answer. The other half is that, yes, one should not give up. But then, if we don't give up, will be implicated in sin. So, what to do? Offer the results to Krishna. Don't give up the work yet, but offer the results to Krishna. Uh, um, what is that? 247? I forgot. Karman <laughs> shukadachanam you have a right to perform your prescribed duty, but you are not entitled to the fruits of action. You are not entitled. Never consider yourself the cause of the results of your activities and never be attached to not doing your duty. Okay, more clearly it is explained in the 309. Work done as a sacrifice for Vishnu has to be performed. Otherwise, work causes bondage in this material world. Therefore, O son of Kunti, perform your prescribed duties for his satisfaction. 
um, and in that way you will always remain free from bondage see we have to do for his satisfaction we have to offer the results to him yat karoshi yat ashnasi yat johoshi tadasi yat tapasya sikaunte yat atkurushva madarpanam we have to do it for krishna only then yes will be free next question by bhaktan puja is grahastha life is a mess because if you are in grahastha directly or indirectly we support sins to maintain our family members because if you are in family we have to attain proper material education like degrees so called doctor engineer and other so other so grahastha another so grahastha is not safe okay it is not necessary that you have to have material education like degrees and doctor engineer you don't it's not necessary we have so many examples of devotees who are grahastha and who are not working like that who are full time devotees there is also there it is possible so grahastha doesn't immediately mean again you know we have to go to the materialistic way of life no need so we can have our own land and our own you know farm or we just live in with the temple with the devotees and then fully serve the lord so that is possible but then of course not everybody <laughs> it takes a lot of uh, austerity to do that but if one can do that that is best but otherwise yeah one is directly or indirectly you know doing the sins but again as i said no endeavor in this material world is without fault as it is said i, I think we will go back to i mean go to this purport of this you see purport in conditioned life all work is contaminated by the material modes of nature even if one is a brahmana he has to perform sacrifices in which animal killing is necessary or maybe now we don't do animal killing sacrifices but when we are cooking we are you know we are killing some germs here and there we are stepping on some ants sometimes killing some cockroaches there all killing is there no similarly a kshatriya however pious he may be has to fight enemies he cannot avoid it similarly a merchant merchant however pious he may be must sometimes hide his profit and lie to stay in business or he may sometimes have to do business on the black market these things are necessary one cannot avoid them similarly even though a man is a shudra serving a bad master he has to carry out the order of the master even though it should not be done despite these flaws one should continue to carry out his prescribed duties for they are born of his own nature a very nice example is given here in although fire is pure still there is smoke yet smoke does not make the fire impure even though there is smoke in the fire fire is still considered to be the purest of all elements if one prefers to give up the work of a kshatriya and take up the occupation of a brahmana he is not assured that in the occupation of a brahmana there are no unpleasant duties one may then conclude that in the material world no one can be completely free from the contamination of material nature this example of fire and smoke is very appropriate in this connection when in the winter time one takes a stone from the fire sometimes smoke disturbs the eyes and other parts of the body um, but still one must make use of the fire despite disturbing conditions you see similarly one should not give up his natural occupation because there are some disturbing elements rather one should be determined to serve the supreme lord by his occupational duty in krishna consciousness that is the perfectional point when a particular type of occupation is performed for the satisfaction of the supreme lord all the defects in that particular occupation are purified 
अपवित्र पवित्रो वर्वावस्था गोपि वहांडरीकाक्षम सभाह्याभ्यभ्यशुचि and we remember the lord everything inside and outside becomes purified <clears throat> when the results of work are purified when connected with devotional service one becomes perfect in seeing the self within and that is self realization see so nothing is pure in this world but the activity of glorifying the lord that will purify everything so he will shield us from unintentional sins but intentionally we should not commit next question by bhaktin manojakshi prabhu ji can a devotee transcend from devotional service to gyana and attain his abode or one should be involved in devotional service irrespective of jara vyadhi to cross over the ocean of material samsara can a devotee transcend from devotional service to gyana well we've already studied this the devotional service is the culmination of all gyana so if one is engaged in devotional service he is deemed to have already studied everything all vedic studies is already be deemed done by that person so he is not transcending from devotional service to something else some other gyana no the highest um, stratum of transcendence is devotion one should be involved in devotional service yes irrespective of jara vyadhi yeah as much as possible one of course with old age and disease it will be very difficult but still we have to stick to our vows and keep to it hmm. because jara and vyadhi are just uh like a prelim prelims preliminary exams test papers i mean practice practice test papers so the real test is, <coughs> is death <coughs> to pass that exam we have to pass the exam of jaran vyadhi <coughs> so these are practice test papers how does a devotee next question by bhakta virendra how does a devotee gets transferred to the spiritual world by chanting the holy name of the supreme lord at the time of death then you wait until the time of death and see how it happens i don't know I, I <laughs> krishna will come and pick up no how how he does it um, i don't know we have descriptions in the bhagavatam that aeroplane will come and vishnu dutas will come well if you are fortunate we will see them so we have to qualify ourselves no if we have the visa if we have the flight ticket we just have to you know sit on the plane and how how the other country will be how let, let, when we go there let's see how it looks how how he will get transferred so we have to get sure the make sure that we have to have the ticket ticket means we have to you know become 100% dedicated servant of spiritual master shri prabhupada then only we will have so how does the devotee's material subtle body gets transformed into spiritual sachidananda form in eternal golokdham by the mercy of supreme lord krishna well let's see when it happens now let's work on our what we can work on first how that is going to happen how this then that way beyond our control 
way beyond our level also let's first work on the level that we can work on the others will automatically follow next question by bhaktin puja only divine souls attract towards the lord or non divine souls also attract towards him is any criteria to recognize is it pre planned by god this soul will serve to god and this or this soul not because in some cases the brahmana family demons present and sometime dog eaters have bhaktas yeah so we just have to preach we just have to distribute and whoever is fortunate wherever they are coming from they will take up whoever is not fortunate they will they will you know not take it up so how to recognize well we just have to preach you sow the seeds everywhere wherever the land is fertile the plant will grow wherever is barren it will not grow our our thing is to just throw the seeds so we have to preach next question bhakta virendra person from any hindu caste including brahmanas foreigners can become vaishnavas and it is said vaishnavism in vaishnavism is higher than brahmanism is that the reason why caste brahmanas oppose oppose vaishnavas from all castes and of opposing foreign vaishnavas the so called caste brahmanas are actually brainless people they don't know what they're doing they don't know why they're doing they don't know anything basically so because the caste brahmin the by birth does not exist in the shastra so this is something they have they have concocted so how can you be situated in a in a in a, in a platform of sanity from where you can judge what is correct and what is wrong so that's why they always come to the wrong um understanding and they always belittle or mock at the vaishnavas okay next who saundari uttama subramanian dandavat prabhu ji dandavat question if a karmi get initiated diksha guru receives all sins from that karmi even though after initiation continue sins how guru's causeless mercy work first uh, let me uh, let let this be very clear that the diksha guru must only be a pure devotee in order to be able to receive all the karma and transfer it to krishna and then neutralize all of them so first of all it has to be shri prabhupada nowadays in iskon the diksha gurus they are not qualified diksha gurus so let that be clear first having said that if a karmi gets initiated by diksha guru okay yes he will the guru will take all the sins of the disciple so after initiation if you continue sins yeah that's why shri prabhupada said so that's why i have some trouble in my health trouble in my some accident here and there prabhupada said this is because of the rascal devotees my rascal disciples were not following so a disciple means he must ensure that the devotee the spiritual master is not put into any difficulty not just not put into any difficulty but to please him yasya prasada prasada bhagavat prasada we have to please him instead of not pleasing him we are if we put him into difficulty and that is in what kind of disciple is that of course the once one deliberately disobeys the order of the spiritual master the spiritual master is no more obliged to save the devotee but sometimes the spiritual master may be very merciful and he may you know out of his causeless mercy try to save the disciple so but the disciple must be serious not to commit sin if he is committing sin means what kind of 
he is taking those vows at the time of initiation that he will not commit no meditating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication. He has to stick by those principles. Otherwise, what is the meaning of initiation? If you are not serious about the whole process, then why take initiation? So, we have to be serious about it. Alright, I think that's the end of the session. Thank you very much. Thank you for your participation. Grantraj, no, this is Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> Bhagavad Gita ki jai. Shala Prabhupada ki jai. Anand Kodi Vaishnav Vrind ki jai. Nitai Gaur Premanande. Hari Hari Bol. Hare Krishna.